girl's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. We're talking about Fishmen today. Oh, yes, we are. Speaking of which, I've just watched a certain documentary on Netflix. How the fuck did Britain not know Mm -hmm. that Jimmy Savile was a creep? I... No, you you might have to explain who Jimmy Savile is for everyone else in the world who's not from England. So he was a British DJ from the Mm. 1950s through to the late 1990s by the sounds of things. Uh And British DJs were very different. They're not the Howard Stern type or the... uh, Mm -hmm. the, They were very flamboyant... See, when you say DJ, you're not talking in the club. Wicka, wicka, wow. No, not Paris Hilton play, pressing yeah. play on an iPad. No. <laughs> not that kind of no, DJ. No, radio DJ. So they'd be on the radio. Ah. They would announce, you know, they'd, they played pop, pop music and mm-hmm. connected the people with the pop music. Okay, yeah. So anyway, Jimmy Savile was uh, a bloke from Yorkshire, from, uh-huh. from the north. Not to disparage the people from Yorkshire. No, no. Some of my favourite people and cricketers are from the north. Uh, but he was an ex-coal miner who somehow found his way into the media. Yeah. Became a DJ and then a television personality. And in the intervening years between 1955 and yeah. pretty much his death in the late 2000s was the biggest single sex pest, well, sex pest, the biggest monster basically in British mm. history. Oh, we're starting the podcast on a cheery, happy note. Well, it's a this horror week. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like, woo! <laughs> but how, how did yeah. they not know? Because it's not like this guy. Was like he's not like Cosby. Cosby, yeah, you know, sweaters, polite, yeah. great stand-up comedian. Yeah, Jimmy Savile looked like one of those horribly anti-Semitic kind of tropes within yeah. like the Grimm's fairy tales. He yeah. looked like Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, if oh, Rumpelstiltskin, he really did. Yeah, if Rumpelstiltskin was a seventies pimp. Yeah, hundred percent. He was fucking horrific. Yeah, jet white. So he looked like he was in the Edgar Winter group. Yeah. Had like jet white hair, crazy flavor flav glasses. Yeah. Always got around in like tracksuits and trainers. But that was the 70s, man. I know. That was just. But that even was... in the 70s, he looked fucked up. <laughs> he, he literally looked like if you had to draw a sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. It would be him. Oh, 100%. But uh, like, there's a lot of people from the 70s. If you just drop them in today, you'd be like, oh. Sex pest, and they're like, "Oh no, this is just my jam. This is what we wore." <laughs> That's the Pope. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, sex pest. That's just how they roll. Yeah. Um, oh well, last night I was watching seventies footage of Boney M. Oh, I love Boney M. Um, performing uh live in concert in Europe. Yeah. Um. Oh my lord! Watching them live, it's literally like if you ever wonder what it's like to do cocaine, <laughs> you should watch this live performance. See, because you see him come out, he has clearly just snorted all of the cocaine in that country, <laughs> and then you get to basically just watch that unfurl. He has a he has a rhythmic seizure. Oh, my Lord. He's trying to, like, Russian Cossack jump. He starts doing the fucking robot. <laughs> like, meanwhile, his three very professional sisters with their choreographed dance routines yeah. are carrying on professionally, like, just and Doing on stage. all the singing. And- all of the singing. While he is literally behind them just doing fucking star jumps. He's amazing. That's a hard pivot from Jimmy Savile to Boney M. <laughs> 
<laughs> here we are. <laughs> Kalunk. <laughs> oh, you threw God. an anchor out the window. You didn't just pull the brakes on. You just... <laughs> you batman this shit around the corner. <laughs> Normally it's me who drives us straight off the road into a cliff. <laughs> Speaking to you. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. But that was... <gasps> This week has also been, um, it has had highlights for me after our last week's episode. Yeah. I have got to talk about Uranus on Instagram <laughs> so much. I've been putting posts up about Uranus. Have we been blocked yet? <laughs> the people love it. No one's going to hack our account. No, oh my God. It's, yeah, they're like, they're clearly already t- <laughs> been hacked. What? No. Oh my God. NASA. By big anus. <laughs> Gotta make you swallow their big enema money. <laughs> oh my god! No, be actually uh, on a totally unrelated note. Yeah. Did you see that NASA has just released that they now have new equipment and tools? They can get a better look at Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> my advice is you might want to pull your head out of there first. <laughs> is it just stirrups? <laughs> Is that what they've got? It's one of those flashlights you put on your forehead. (laughs) Their budget's pretty small these days. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you know what? That's it. We To anyone out there, you know, Elon Musk, if you're listening, let's get the big money back into Uranus. All right? (laughs) I don't want him anywhere near my anus because, number one, he'll be anti-union about it. (laughs) And he'll tell people, no, you've got to come to work. You can't work from home. He might make it electric, though. Oh, no. Everything he fucking touches turns to shit. Including my anus. <laughs> you, you, weirdly, Amber Heard was fine until yeah. Elon Musk. What? Oh, no. Shit. Yeah. Shit everywhere. Oh, my God. Elon Musk. Now, there's a fish man. <laughs> if ever there was one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? Speaking of fishmen. Really? That's so weird. I just threw an anchor out the other window. (laughs) (laughs) See, the problem is we're recording this podcast hungry for a change. I know. Yeah, we normally... We're normally well fed and... Yeah. Yeah. We're we're just like, just get through it. I want the enchiladas. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's The traditional South Australian dish. Oh, my God. It's just, yeah, it's just we're we're hunger-deprived. Yeah. We're just hunger-deprived? Isn't that well-fed? Isn't that the opposite? Yeah, that's a tautology. <laughs> Fuck. So you're sober. Yeah. And we're not, we're, we haven't eaten. This is the problem. Yeah, this is just shit goes downhill. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Um, oh, do you want to hear another clunk? That's just Absolutely. like everyone turns off Absolutely. the podcast. We're only seven minutes in. Let's clunk away. Start like the subject seven minutes in. People will be like, "Did I just miss the first half hour of the podcast? Where did it go?" <laughs> they normally blather incoherently for at least twenty five minutes. Fuck! This is what happens when I'm I'm like sober and yeah, it's yeah. daylight. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh my lord! All right, this week I think this is going to be a topic that you will enjoy. Excellent. Okay. Um, all the <laughs> I think a lot of people out there will will enjoy something a bit different yeah okay it's about a man not afraid to follow his dreams and i think that's beautiful more people should follow their dreams unless your dreams are fucked and weird up and involves touching other people inappropriately then fight your dreams yeah absolutely your dreams should never come true yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm just gonna uh, no i won't say that that'll get a shutdown um clunk (laughs) <laughs> it's because you started with Savile, man. I can't. 
In the words of Yaz and the plastic population, the only way is up. I can't even touch that comment. In my mind, I want to touch that comment, but I can't touch that comment. Seriously, though, watch the documentary on Netflix and then tell me the creepiest moment isn't after his mum dies. (gasps) Okay, tell the listeners. Oh, he spent five days alone with his mum's body. What are you doing that time with your mum's body? If you're not the world's biggest monster. Yeah, yeah. Five day rule. Five, yeah. <laughs> when she dropped to the ground, you got five days. Oh, it's the worst version of the ring. Oh my god! I five days. Five days. Oh. Ugh. I can't believe not one person went. Um, that seems kind of. We should call someone. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. He got a knighthood. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, the royal family is not exactly in a position to be picking the best of humanity. Let's They're be- really not. <laughs> oh, some of the footage in that documentary, they've got Prince Andrew after the Lockerbie bombing. Oh. I know, let's, let's just make this worse. Let's talk about the Lockerbie bombing. Yeah. And Prince Andrew actually had to approach Savile via his brother to get advice on how to speak to the public about it. And Prince Andrew's there going, well, statistically, this sort of thing will happen. It's like somebody just blew up a plane, you what dopey cunt. What the cunt. hell? No, don't lead with statistically. Yeah. Just go, I'm oh, look, I'm sorry. How do you need to speak to someone? Just that's a really shitty thing. Yeah. I'm sorry this shitty thing has happened. He, you got to give him some room, though, because he's a war veteran and he had a hard time shooting puffins from his, from his, <laughs> his old-timey camp on the Falklands. He is, he is not a war veteran. Yeah. Fighting a puffin does not count. With a blunderbuss while it, he's being served by Indians. It does not make you a war hero. I'm just saying it. Fuck off with your fake medals, Andrew. <laughs> Fuck off. Get a job. Fighting the Argentinians for a rock. Oh, my God. The Falklands. What was that about? I, know, I fought an Argentinian for a rock once. It was in a nightclub. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a whole different drug war. And then we danced to Boney M. <laughs> I mean, weirdly, Boney M wasn't even playing at the time. <laughs> it wasn't our heads. <laughs> Popping and locking. Oh my God, seriously, you have to see Boney M live in concert um, <laughs> just to watch him do the robot. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so- <laughs> just to watch a robot with a nosebleed. <laughs> oh my God, it's fantastic. Comes out in his like, sparkly like MC Hammer pants, yeah. like... 20 years ahead of their time. Boney M was the shit, man. Oh, my God. Seriously. And all I could think of, like, it reminded me of those, like, memes when it's, like, when your mum forces you to bring your little brother to the party. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, the three women being professional. And then he's just, like, Completely off topic, though. Yeah. How good was the 1970s for music? Oh, Like, especially especially that kind of late disco uh-huh. sort of era when you started crossing over into like ELO and uh, uh-huh. hot, hot chocolate. And- yeah. Well, you think it's good, but just remember everyone was on cocaine. That's why it was good. No, that's what I'm saying. It would have been to a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people, what's that old joke of people, um, oh, who was it who did that joke about, I feel sorry about the kids that have to go to war today because they've got the music of today. Like, can you imagine going to war to the sounds of Justin Bieber? <laughs> Baby, uh, baby, baby. It's just not the immigrant song, is it? Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly doesn't really fire you up, yeah. does it? Yeah. Although, like you know, all these dudes with Punisher tattoos listening to Slipknot and Slayer and stuff. 
There is something a bit scary about, you know, just watching like a whole shitload of like heavily armed people who suddenly just come descending across the horizon um, singing about their wet ass pussy. <laughs> it would give you cause for alarm. That would be the cut of Apocalypse Now I would definitely want to see. <laughs> <laughs> with Dennis Hopper standing there next to the surf beach. I love the smell of wet-ass pussy in the morning. Wet-ass pussy. <laughs> it's surf time. Oh, my God. You know what? They should have tried it. It would have been the only way you would have got bloody um, Prando out of the jungle. <laughs> well, would it? <laughs> would it? Was it wet-ass pussy or just a big old pizza? <laughs> oh, don't fat shame Marlon Brando. Don't fat shame Marlon Brando. Fat shame him for the things that he did with the cubes of butter. But oh. don't fat shame him for the pizza. Oh, what was that like last weekend in Paris or whatever it was called? Last Tango in Paris. Last, tango in last Paris. weekend in what? I don't know. Like. Fucking last Tango in Paris sounds like what Boney M do. <laughs> oh, God. All right. That's Let- enough padding. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's travel back to a time not that far away at all. Okay. Well, time isn't linear, so... Well, time, yeah, time is relative, I know. Yeah. Um, on the 29th of November, 1995. That's reasonably recent. Exactly. Yeah. In the middle of a field, police would find one of the most unique, shocking and unexpected finds ever in a field. Okay. Building it up. You're Some shit's now. been found in fields, yeah. by the way. Yeah. A lot like of shit. French munitions and mm. especially here in Adelaide, a lot of shit's been found in fields. Mm-hmm. There they would find a fish over six feet long. Okay. So what's a sturgeon or something, is it? On closer inspection. Okay. Its skin was Vinyl?? Vinyl. And it appeared to have swallowed a man whole. What the fuck? A man who was now dead. <laughs> a man who was truly sleeping with the fishes. Oh, that blowjob went very wrong. In this week's episode of A Large Scale Investigation. Nice. Or... Hook, line, and stinker. Or Moby, Joe Blow. Huh? Okay, that was not my best one. Whales aren't fish. Or The Little Merman. That's just terrible. Or (laughs) Neil Wilson, The Fishman of Tolondo. The Fishman of Tolondo. It sounds like a Johnny Cash song. (laughs) People were called to what would arguably be one of the world's strangest crime scenes. Yeah. A dead man rotting in a vinyl fish costume in the middle of a farm's field. Before we go any further. Uh Uh-huh. This is 1995. Uh Uh-huh. Had they recently, in that field. Yes. Had a Woodstock 95. No. Had they had Lollapalooza? No. Okay, I'm out of theories. Big day out. No. <laughs> you might have gone to see Real Big Fish <laughs> or even the band Fish. Yeah, no. No, nah, okay. No, no, Fish was not playing. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, but the thing is... Could have been crazy town. Come, my lady. Come, <laughs> come, 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 my lady. <laughs> now, wouldn't he have been dressed as a butterfly? Or as a Mexican gangster. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But would you believe this was not such an unheard of find in these areas? Okay. Only four years earlier, in 1991, a group of duck hunters, or actually they're a group, so they should just be referred to their collective yeah. um, name, which is a wanker <laughs> of duck hunters, reported finding the green plastic bodysuit yeah. or body scale of a green mermaid. Okay. After being removed from the scene, the suit was investigated in greater detail. <laughs> it had insulation. Right. Mittens. <laughs> four zips. It was waterproof and had even been double stitched with great care. But mittens. Yes. So when you're putting on your sex pervert suit, my hands are going to get cold. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, nobody, you know, it's, it's, it's where you first lose your feeling. Exactly. Nobody wants to lose a finger. You want to be able to clap that safe word. <laughs> What's that, Flipper? Stop. <laughs> you were... Oh, my God. How do you have a safe word with a dolphin? Is it just... <laughs> mum, mum? <laughs> if you know anything about dolphins, you'll know they do not have safe words. <laughs> oh. Nature's savile. <laughs> oh. Flipper, you fiend. No. You know who my favourite is in the aquatic world? It's octopus. Oh, they're fucked up. Because octopus is the only animal that they prove occasionally, just if it's angry or frustrated, it will just punch a random fish. Yeah. Out of just... They have, get that. Oh, no. They octopus, have, get me. They have the worst fucking problem-solving intelligence, man. They are fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's... Well, that's why he does that whole joke of, like, you know, oh, we put the fish in the bottle and then we sealed it and then we threw it to the octopus. And yeah. I told you about that time that uh, they caught an octopus from the wild yeah. and put it in a tank and then the octopus literally, like, observed how they, like, moved for the next couple of days and then literally climbed out, out of its tank and freed itself from a window. Yeah, it's insane. Don't fuck with octopus, man. Yeah, One they're... day they will fuck us up. Yeah. Yeah, they and will. rightly so. Yeah. They don't even need mittens. No. But yeah, so mittens, waterproof, double-stitched. Graham Arthur was the Homicide Squad's detective sergeant who ran the investigation, who went on record describing it on, as... On record? On record. <laughs> Get me my feather. This needs to be on record. Oh. <laughs> Hand me the papyrus. You've had a busy week of looking for a house. I shouldn't give you too much shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So he went on the record. <laughs> now we have to do a grandiose voice. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the most bizarre case we have ever seen. <laughs> but he's had his body cam off. Record. <laughs> uh, the body was identified... As Neil Gordon Wilson. Okay. Aged 49. Prime of his life. He was only 48 metres from his family's holiday home. Oh, my God. Earlier that month, Mr. Wilson had been given a lift from Melbourne to Tolondo. Yes, this is in Australia. 
Oh, so this is Australia? This is Australia. I should have oh, started that. Because we're talking about duck hunting and shit. I'm like, this has got to be fucking Louisiana or something. I know. This is this is Australia. Because Tolondo does not sound like an Australian. Tolondo. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. 1995, Tolondo near well, Victoria. It's, it's Australia. Like, no one would ever call it, you know, Tolondo. It's probably yeah. Tona. Fucking Tollers. Tona. Yeah. Yeah. Get out the Tona. Um, so he got a lift from Melbourne to the Tona. He had planned on being there for three weeks. Right. On the 27th of November, he was reported missing. Mr. Wilson was on medication for epilepsy and diabetes. Mm. Judging from the amount of pills, it had been 10 days since Mr. Wilson had taken his medication. Right. Although it was not uncommon for him to forget to take his medication. Yeah. A police search was launched that day and just after 4pm, a police search helicopter spotted a giant green fish in, <laughs> in an open paddock between Mr. Wilson's home and the lake. <laughs> Foot searchers located the object and the body within. That's why it's very important to make your fish suit sparkly. Very sparkly, yeah. Just in case. (laughs) So this is near a lake? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mr. Wilson had always been a shy, quiet, gentle person. Okay. In the 1970s, he had had a motorcycle accident and after this uh, had developed epilepsy. Ow. But over the next three decades, would routinely forget to take his medication for his epilepsy. Yeah. Some people have suggested that it was around this time that Mr. Wilson seemed to develop a fascination with fish, amongst other things. Okay, yep. The people who lived in Tolundu all grew to know Mr. Wilson over the decades. He would rummage through the town rubbish tip, saving all the treasures he found. A lot of these he would hang up in the tree at the front of his holiday house. Okay. Don't throw your dildos <laughs> into the tip. You'd have to always have a thought. Be like, do I really want to see this in the tree? Do you know? This will scare the birds. <laughs> yeah. By birds, I mean women. <laughs> oh, it's fucking Wilson and his dildo tree. Oh, the dildo trees. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't don't you, T, have, you too have a song about that? You know, the some depressing number about, I don't know, the potato famine and oh, the dildo tree? Fuck, probably. Fucking Bono. Calm down, mate. Oh, my God. Bono's a dildo tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm just picturing a dildo tree with a little pair of tinted glasses. <laughs> a leather coat. Next to a guy called The Edge. Oh my god! Okay, so I used to, I used to date this complete dipshit. Yeah. Okay, and his friend was also a dipshit, um, but his f- friend was obsessed with The Edge. Yeah. UT. And he like and he used to play guitar and everything. And he's like, oh man, like he was so obsessed with The Edge. And like one night, like a few drinks, I'm like. Okay, so all the guitarists in the world. Yeah, you picked the fucking edge. The edge. I mean, you know, who am I to talk about? The guy's a fucking multi-millionaire. I am not. So, yeah. you know. So I'm like, but really, the edge? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, some people have suggested maybe not the best guitarist 
in the world. Yeah, and including like, people who can play guitar would say that. Yeah. Yeah. And he f- revealed, yes, that's why I fucking love him. Because if he can make it to number one and be that shit on guitar, there is hope for me yet. Oh. Uh, and there was a part of me and I'm like, why? I, I'm, I'm torn. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure you should base your life on that and be like, oh my God. I'd love to make a horror film where the Edge has to choose between his digital delay pedal that makes that sound uh, and his dumb glasses. Ooh. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, see, I would have said his beanie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can, you can have one of these two things on stage, but not both. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you literally see a man split into like the thing. <laughs> I can save both. <laughs> I just imagine him trying to hold his head, <laughs> his cold, cold Irish head, <laughs> while he still plays that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That being said, now I just want to listen to the U two. As much as we're shitting on them, they've got some bangers. Yeah, absolutely, they got yeah. some bangers. But yeah, they're fucking not great musos. No. Or like talkers when Bono starts oh, going on about Africa. Fuck, fuck off, Bono! You literally spent fifty thousand dollars for art sculptures in your fucking yard. Don't tell me I need to give more money to fucking Africa. Fifty thousand? Yeah. No, surely it was more than that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know. I know it, he owns an entire fucking like building in New York. Well, I know that he's got like he he like commissioned this fucking art sculpture, yeah. which is like. I don't, and then just had one of those like eat, pray, fucking love quotes put on it. Ugh. It was something like art is life or life is art or something. And I was like, fuck off, you nonce. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Just fucking die. It's the type of thing you and I would look at it and be like, 50000 I could fucking live in $50,000. Yeah. Like, Hang some dildos off it. <laughs> there we go. Here's your f- and then just get drunk and angrily throw potatoes at it. There's your potato, you fucking Irish bastard. It's <laughs> a lot of hate for you two tonight. Yeah, and I have Irish lineage as well. Um, oh, well, that would explain that it. Would explain Nobody it. hates an Irishman like an Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't make the Irish angry. Um, so anyway, where were we? Dildo tree, dildo tree. Everybody got to know him hanging up things in the dildo tree. <laughs> dildo tree, dildo, dildo tree. tree. <laughs> Fun for you and me. Oh my god, there's our next bit of merchandise. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's like one of those like ne- like nativity dildo Christmas trees, and you get to take one off for every day as you get closer to Christmas. Oh, this one's chocolate. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and on the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Oh. Oh, twelve shiny dildos on a dildo tree. <laughs> oh, I hear that at, at down the mall. <laughs> this Christmas, Tim Allen is back in the Santa Claus for dildo tree. You take the dildo, you've oh. got to fuck it. Oh, no. Well, you know what? We've got to do something now that like uh, Bruce Willis has retired. So there's yeah. going to be no more Christmas movies, you know. He only made four. Yeah. Well, now we can't like we can't just hope for a new one. Well, you always hope for a new, you know, diehard Christmas movie every yeah. year. And now it's just it's not going to happen. Be the edge wishing for talent. <laughs> That's one Hallmark movie I do not want to see. Nah, me either. 
Yeah. No. Yeah, it's fucking... Oh, my God. Talent is not necessary for fame. We've established <laughs> this. Kardashian Empire. <laughs> anyway. Um, As Bono lectures Santa. <laughs> Don't you know there's kids in Africa starving? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you hypocrite. <laughs> oh Sell an island. And it's just like Bob Geldof like jumping up and down in the background hoping someone still remembers him. Yeah, but do they even know it's Christmas time? Oh, fuck off, Geldof. That was 30 years ago. Let that shit go. You know what I like about Bob Geldof? What? His name backwards is Fodleg Bob. <laughs> My favourite thing about Bob Geldof is he finally realised that we were sick of him and he fucked off. <laughs> Plus he was a good dude who raised Michael Hutchins' kids. Oh, yeah, actually, you know, points to him. Yeah, points to him. For that. You know what, who else? Weirdly. Who? Points to Peter Andre. Yeah. Because he raised, what was it, Jordan. He raised, like, the kid that they had together and then her kids when she ran off. Yeah. Um, He raised all of those kids himself He seems like a reasonable dude. Yeah. Like, you know what, shout out there to, you know, the people who not only raise their kids, but then the other kids that they get left with when the other half, like, fucks off yeah this is a shout out to you you don't often get a shout out weird step-in parent you know they're not step parents they're the parents that stepped up been saving that one oh my god we should get that printed on t-shirts i'm not the step parent i'm the parent that stepped up yeah it's already on t-shirts ah yeah it's like from texas ah yeah wow that moment's ruined yeah awkward um, I'm not the st- I'm, I'm not the author who wrote of this quote. <laughs> I'm just rehashing it. Yep, putting it on a t-shirt. Copy and paste. Yeah, woo. Ah, uh, okay. Where we're we back? Dil- back to the dildo tree. <laughs> okay, so dildo's hanging in his tree out the front of the Christmas home. Yep. Okay, but the items weren't always hung around his tree. Okay. Ding a ding a ding. Graham Bedford, who was a local resident of Tolondo, remembers a particular incident that occurred in 1991 in the Tolondo Swamplands. Okay. <laughs> Must have been memorable. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to do my Australian accent. Uh, isn't the Tolondo Swamplands the word that people use for you in bed? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to go uh, visit the Tolondo Swamplands. <laughs> God, it's very marshy these days. <laughs> There's no duck hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is no duck hunting up in here. Oh, my God. Although, weirdly, there is just a sad little... <laughs> but bring your gun. <laughs> oh, my God. A <laughs> cobwebs up in this swamp land that I would have thought. God. Oh, my God. These days, it's like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> He's going to go through all the spider webs. <laughs> I was going to say what someone puts their hand in you and comes out covered in bugs. <laughs> I just pulled out that little cold statue. Oh! <laughs> She's got the nativity dildo. It's a little Latin American guy who just sits at the foot of the bed just rubbing his fingers. <laughs> or, or a New York fireman. <laughs> he was did your part. Okay, what else could I do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> America invaded Iraq and he invaded the Tolondo Swamplands. 
Oh my god! That's for being mean about my granny. <laughs> oh wow! I can't believe you're still bitter about that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Just be like your granny and virtue. Let it go. Let it go. Okay, so things were not always hung around the dildo tree. Okay, so we go to the swamplands. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he was totally naked. Except for a couple of Coke cans tied to a hay band around his chest like a bandito. How do you fuck up an Australian accent? That's an Australian accent. You, you're Australian. On you from- cobber. Fuck. You want another prawn on your barbie? Fuck me dead. Toot-maloo-ba-doo. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Accent aside, mm. so you're telling me this guy had... A rubber band around his chest with Coke cans on it. Mm-hmm. Like a bandito. Like, around his chest? Like a bandito. Uh, like a Harry... Like ah, oh, I think it meant like Harry High Pants. No, no, no. Like no, a like granddad. You, no, like you, where you, you know... <laughs> with Coke cans. I imagine like from yeah, something yeah. from the Wild Bunch. Yeah, like an old Pistolero. Yeah, of. exactly. Yeah. So he was wearing his Coke can bandito. If anyone's ever been out to these places in, in Victoria, you will know that they are a bit... On the banjo side of life. Mm-hmm. So for someone to say something like that is a bit disturbing. Means but, it's well beyond the pale. Yeah. But for like for me, like who yeah, growing up in like a country mining town, like yeah. he's telling the story and I'm just like, Yeah, no, nah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Like we, we got people like this around. Yeah, there. I remember going to the shops there was a guy that used to serve me who had a rat on his shoulder all the time. Yeah. 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 You had a child throw a dead pigeon at you. Like, like. a lawn dart. <laughs> <laughs> this rictus bird, <laughs> right into my guts. Yeah, you know, so, you know, it happened. It does. So, okay, let me let me start this again. <laughs> he was totally naked. All right, everybody picture this. Totally naked, except for a number of Coke cans tied to a piece of hay band around his chest like a bandito. <laughs> he said, good day to me, and then started to get dressed. Fair enough. Well, you may as well own it. Good day, sir. Good day, mate. Casually stepping into bed, <laughs> one leg at a time, like the rest of us. <laughs> he continued on saying that most of the people who lived in Tolundo knew what he was like, but after so many years of strange behaviour, Neil was accepted. <laughs> well, that's the that's the qualifier. How long has he been strange for? Eight years? Not enough. <laughs> there was never any incident where Neil posed a danger to anyone else that I know of. So he's just a harmless creep. You know, well, no, it's just, you know, I'm not even sure he's a creep. Not he's even just a creep. A, he's just living free and easy. Exactly. Well, just walking around with his homemade Coke can <laughs> pistolero. Pew, pew. Shooting at the sky. He sounds Fun. Don't tell me. I've heard stories of your drug fueled like fucking youth. Don't tell me you didn't do any of this shit. To be honest, in 1991, I still would have been too young to buy booze. I probably would have tried to get him to do it for me. Yeah, exactly. Just put some pants on, you'll be sweet. Yeah. But that's the thing with like a country town. You're always an outsider until something happens. They're like, oh yeah, he's part of the local. Then yeah. just accept it. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, so it was around this time that Duck Hunters reported finding an adult-sized green plastic mermaid bodysuit by the edge of the Tolondo Lake. So he's lost one. 
Graham Bedford says, <coughs> we knew it was Neil's because it was in one of the spots he used to go to regularly and there were items of clothing around it. <laughs> so I reckon he had nutted up and was like getting into it. Yeah. Or was, had just nuded up and people arrived and he was just like, oh, you know, there's a group of wankers approached him. Um, <laughs> he further explained that Neil seemed to avoid people and go about his business. Jesus. It was not uncommon for Neil to run and hide on the approach of anyone. So, Well, fish are notably startled. Exactly. They're very shy creatures, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But sadly, Graham Bedford reports, I know that he didn't have any close friends. Oh. Oh, that's sad. That is a bit sad. Like, you know, as much as people shit on things like Instagram and Facebook, at least now today, you know, you can start a group saying, hey, do you like being nud? Do you just like to wear Coke cans around the swamplands of Tolondo? Come join me for a midnight finger bang. Woo! (laughs) Like. Pistol shoot thing, you know what I mean? Not a finger bang. <laughs> or if you want a finger bang with your coke cans in the woods, you can start a separate group. We need to film this podcast because you right now are dancing around with finger guns with the fucking glee and energy of the guy from Boney M <laughs> after just railing a huge fucking line. I love a good finger bang. I don't like it. Just who doesn't? Oh my god. Start. People don't seem to enjoy it as much. Like, it doesn't happen as much as it used to. Maybe for you. You know? Oh, God. No, <laughs> tell me. Oh. Bring your finger guns to the Tolondo Swapland. Maybe if it didn't, I would. I probably wouldn't have this chronic back pain. Like, I probably wouldn't be so stressed. I'd probably sleep better. No, but you know what I mean? Like, there's just there's so few moments in life that are so awesome that you get to... Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got Shoot to him seize again. it. You've got to seize it. Uh-huh. You know, that's like, you know, on the game show, you're Uranus. Pa-pow. Is there like a carpe DM, but it's like, seize the finger guns? Uranus! <laughs> my Uranus, my Uranus. No, I'm Uranus. <laughs> no, I am Uranus! <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Oh my god! Hashtag okay. I've come up for another idea for our second TV show. Right, right okay. we, got, we got the first design for our first TV show that we should do. Yeah, Bogan Bachelor. <laughs> okay, the third. <laughs> forgot about Bogan Bachelor. Oh my god! No, the third TV show. It should just be like you and me, like going back to like great moments. Okay, either in history and film, um, and then just <laughs> ruining them. With our shit-ass, shitty sense of humour. <laughs> just taking really great moments and making them really just noncy and perfect. Liz and John ruin your favourite film. <laughs> yes. I'm up for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. First one, The Castle. <laughs> oh, fucking let it go. Oh, my God. I refuse. I can't let you go. Fucking hell. This is why you have no friends. This is why you're <laughs> down the Tolondo Swamp Land by yourself, mate. <sighs> Shooting ducks. Oh, it's a wanker. So, doesn't have any close friends. That makes me sad. No. So, 
nudity, yep. coat can belts, and now a merman costume. Yeah. Surely this is the limits of strange. You'd think so. Not as it turns out for Mr. Wilson. Oh, dear. In 1974, an unawares stranger was visiting the Toronto Reservoir. Okay. 1974. Yes. So we're jumping back a good 20 plus years. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So this could this could be why people are not so alarmed about bandito belts and mermaid. You're like, why are people not... Because. Okay. 1974. And this happened to an unawares tourist visiting the area. They got tourists? Well, not up to, 19, oh, okay. not, not up to 1974. <laughs> you had my interest. An unawares stranger feared that Mr. Wilson was in some kind of mortal danger and pulled him naked from the river. (laughs) The tourist later told police that he had quite by accident come across Mr. Wilson, who was attached to the bridge by a rope. Okay. And was now... Splashing in the water. Right. And he feared that he was drowning. And Mr. Wilson was, to the tourist surprise, completely naked. <laughs> Mr. Wilson told the tourist. So can you imagine? You just see a guy, like, with a rope around his ankle. Like, ah! Like, you're like, oh, my God, it's like a mob hit. Someone has thrown him to the fishes. Like, oh, my God, like, he's drowning. I better yeah. help that. Na- oh, he's naked. Oh, I guess in the struggle he might have ripped his clothes off. I'm in the worst version of Splash. <laughs> and you, as there's the guy from Disney just putting <laughs> some hair over his butt so you can't see it. So as he pulls in... The, as they pull in the naked man from yeah. the reservoir, like, it's, oh, my God, it's all right. I saved you. Mr. Wilson told the tourist that there was no cause for alarm as he was simply playing. Oh, there's cause for alarm. He's just not in any danger. He was pretending what it was like to be a fish caught on the end of a line. Wow. That's, of all the kinks out there, that's so very specific. Yeah. I yeah. Kind, I kind of get it. I, I know, and I'm kind of like, and I'm kind of like, you know, you're, <laughs> like, he was having a moment, fucking tourist, ruining his, like, like, what do you do? Do you throw him back? Do you measure him? Throw him back? Too Gets small. out of the water. There goes the fucking neighbourhood. Yeah, oh my God. Way, way to ruin the fourth dimension. <laughs> a man like, can't even pretend to be a fucking fish. Yeah, it was I thought this was a free country we lived in. Fucking put me back. <laughs> you have to kiss him like Rex Hunt. <laughs> Throw him back in. Yeah. Oh, yibba yibba. <laughs> so, yes, the tourist left and informed police. Um, I just pulled the naked guy out of your reservoir. And they're like, ah, oh, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, he's fine. He's just a fish man. <laughs> he likes fish. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, oh, excuse me, I need a tissue. Oh, dear. So this is the thing about um, accidents and acquired brain injuries and that kind of stuff. They can manifest. I'm not a doctor, obviously. Um, My experience of it is very, very limited. But I knew someone who had a very bad accident in a ute, Mm. uh, a a utility vehicle. Mm -hmm. uh, And she lost all inhibitions Mm. and would just get naked 
Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it like a result or is it just my life flashed before my eyes and I realized there was no need to be like, we time is un, you know limited. Carpe diem. Naked. Oh, and look, I was a big fan of the constant titties getting out, but also <laughs> it, was all, it was also in situations where it probably wasn't appropriate. Oh, just like in court? <laughs> School? Yeah. No. Parent-teacher conference? Yeah, like the pub. How was that, how was that inappropriate? Well, well, clearly I go to more reputable establishments than you did. Bullshit. <laughs> I've, never, I've never met a situation that was not improved by a pair of titties, that's all I'm saying. Actually, yeah, that's Socrates said that. Yeah, yeah. totes. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> El melone. Seriously, just people are just, oh my God, I'm, I'm angry and I'm raged. Titties! Woo! Titties could save the world. Everybody's in a happy mood with their titties. Absolutely. Yeah. Titties, titties for president. Titties for president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd vote for president titties. What would the titties want? <laughs> well, to be left alone. <laughs> yes. And to not be stared at because they're normal and natural. Uh, and they have a function. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feed children in public. Yeah. Without being put under a dirty rag. Exactly. Yeah. The right to like walk home at night. Yeah. Fuck, these titties don't want much, do they? Some fucking redneck on his porch. Fucking titties. <laughs> yeah. Take away my gun. Oh my god! Can you? Yeah. Can you imagine? Be like, I will not listen to them titties. Oh, <laughs> will I though? You can take away my gun from my cold dead hand, but if the titty takes your gun, technically you're gonna touch the titty. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's that's my it. gun. Oh my <laughs> god. We're gonna replace all guns in America with titties. It's the Hooters solution. Proposition forty-eight double D. <laughs> oh my god okay speaking of tits who- for america dun, 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 dun. oh my god i can just feel chuck norris giving us a thumbs up somewhere yeah who's not getting behind tits for america exactly oh my god can you imagine that fuck that we're like you know they had that bullshit everyone just stands around like you know just in a line in the world you know the hands across america yeah. can you imagine if we just got every person in america just lined up tits out oh, motorboat for freedom <laughs> oh my god i don't even ne- live near a lake but i'm going on the water <laughs> can you imagine we're just all get our tits out for freedom i'm all for it Woo! I'm all for it. Oh, my God. There we go. Bam. Oh, my God. Did we just change the world? We did. Fuck you, John Lennon. Woo! Imagine there's more More titties. titties. We did it. We finally did it. Peace in the Middle East. (laughs) Titties. No one's tried titties. No one's tried titties. Yeah. China's invading the South China Sea. Show them some titties. Yeah. Oh, my God. Titties. Boom. Yeah. I won't complain if China wants to invade us with titties. (laughs) No, they won't invade because they'll just be too busy just like titties. Well, we need a cultural titty exchange. (laughs) I volunteer to be tribute. (laughs) All right, take your titties over to China. (laughs) I'm Australia's official breast inspector. I have a card which I I purchased. I thought you were going to be our representative titties, like all the people trying to get to touch your titty. I'll get them out for freedom. Yeah, exactly. That's that's noble, John. It is very noble. noble. Put that on your Tinder, LinkedIn. What do you call it? LinkedIn. Linked Tinder. <laughs> Linked Tinder. Oh, my God. Where was I? Naked at the end of a, a fish line. Okay. Yeah. So, nobody else knew why Mr. Wilson wanted to feel like a fish. That was between Mr. Wilson and God. 
God, don't bring God into this. <laughs> Sorry. I should say that was between Mr. Wilson and Cod. <laughs> A fish called wanker. <laughs> Police investigated Mr. Wilson's house and, gar- and garage after his body was found. Yep. From the evidence found, police determined that Mr. Wilson had spent at least the last four years before his death developing a range of different prototypes for fish suits. How do they know it took four years? I suppose he might have dated the plans. You know, yeah. Unless there's like an expert who just like runs his finger along it, puts it on his gum. That's four years of fish. (laughs) (laughs) Or it smells like it's been here four years. I've dated that guy. Wow. Um, they also found a photograph. Yeah. Taken about a year before Mr. Wilson's demise. It shows Mr. Wilson on the banks of the lake wearing what looked like an early design of the fish suit. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. I know. Mr. Wilson had spent years... Hour after hour in the double garage, creating different versions of the fish suit from different materials, most of which he had found at the local tip. Not only is he innovating, yeah, but he's upcycling. I know, like, oh my god! If this guy was like today, he would be voted mayor. You know, creating local jobs, sustainable recycling. That's you amazing. Know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, not catching fish. Um, but his peer de resistance yes. was his final suit. Mr. Wilson had taken a queen-sized vinyl waterbed mattress and a brown vinyl mattress protector. What? Police found plastic offcuts from the suit's construction as well as Mr. Wilson's sewing machine. Okay. This is like Silence of the Lambs. Like, but instead of like bundling women into the back of a van, he's literally going, can you help me get my waterbed into the van? And then he just lets them go because he's got the waterbed into the yeah, van. Yeah, but this is like just like a happy joy. Like this is just like a man who just wants to be a fish. Just wants to be a fish. And he's just there with his little sewing machine and you know making his designs, you know, improving the design every time, popping down the river to take some photos. That's amazing. Like, oh my god, this guy invented cosplay. <laughs> oh, but he's not like a furry, he's a scaly. A scaly. Oh my god, is this a new genre? Oh, that'd really hurt. Okay, so waterbed mattress, brown vinyl mattress, um, uh, uh, protector, okay? Yeah. Found the sewing machine and a spare fish suit that was identical to the one Mr. Wilson had been found in. It's like Iron Man. Yeah. Mr. Wilson had clearly taken a lot of time and care to construct the suits. That's amazing. Oh, it gets better. The suit itself was constructed of two vinyl layers. Yeah. Okay. These layers were separated by a layer or of carpet underlay. Yeah. Which presumably worked as insulation. Yeah, so, so it would not only keep him, like, you know, dry, but keep him warm. Yeah, and possibly a little bit buoyant. Yeah. It had four zippers, one padlock, and mittens. A padlock? 
I'll explain the padlock. Okay. Okay. We'll get to the reason for the padlock. Um, now, the headpiece, okay, so it was kind of like a balaclava. It only had two holes for Mr. Wilson's eyes. Right. And at the very bottom of the suit was a mermaid tail constructed from a tire's inner tube. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Um, and so basically it was all carefully double stitched together to make a one piece suit. So everything, the mittens, the body, the head, the tail, it was just all one, one piece. piece. One piece. Wow. And from someone who tries to sew, yeah. it's fucking, it's hard. Imagine this cunt on drag race. Oh my God. <laughs> like fucking that bitch would have slayed. Oh my God. Do you know how many pants I try to make? I always get the crutch wrong. Like, I always get it. Either I end up with, like, a weird David Bowie in Labyrinth enlarged, like, crutch. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what I do. It clearly looks like I've got eight dicks. <laughs> or I get it completely wrong. And it goes, like, it's not just, it doesn't just show my vagina. It goes right up into my vagina. Oh, it no. It creates a new vagina. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just sewing is hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so I can't even make a pair of pants, let alone a two-piece double-layered fucking fist suit. That's amazing. The guy had skills. He did. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. It was probably, and you know what? It was probably more effective underwater machine than our submarines. I'm just saying. <laughs> For anyone out there, if you're going to invade us, invade us by, like, sea. Our submarines are shit. Like, you can hear them from land. That, that was a noisy. cavitation issue which they fixed in the last generation of the Collins-class submarines, yeah, what which did. are an effective, short-defense, anti-destroyer fucking thing. Just because they'll literally put themselves between the bomb and the country doesn't make them effective. <laughs> well, they won't have to when we get titties for peace. Yeah, exactly. Titties! And then they'll have cavitation issues when I motorboat them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking it up on sonar, Captain. You know what? Just think how many lives would have been saved if Dolly Parton was on the Titanic. No one would have drowned. No one would have drowned. Yeah, she There was been... room for Jack. <laughs> there was room for Rose, Jack and the band. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, just on a side note, there was fucking room for Jack on oh, that fucking oath there was. Fucking yeah. bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, and that whole, oh my God, one day can we do a whole episode about Titanic? What's with that fucking ending? Yeah, no, we can. Yeah. Just, anyway. Yeah. Now, Mr. Wilson had clearly taken a lot of time and care to construct the suits. The suit itself, uh, okay, yes, yeah, so it had the, uh, the underlay. It was all double stitched and it was waterproof. Yeah. On or around the 20th of November, 1995, it was hot and sunny. And Mr. Wilson set off. Mr. Wilson had loaded his wheelbarrow with his fish suit and a few other assorted items. Now, police can only theorise as to why, halfway through the next field, that... Mr. Wilson could wait no longer. <laughs> Mr. Wilson covered himself in soap and water. You're right. As that was the only way he could fit into the tight-fitting suit. Okay, yep. So, greased himself up, got into the suit, and he climbed in the suit. Now, this is where the padlock comes on, because the padlock was around the end of the very last zipper. Okay, so just held it all together. 
Yeah. No, no, no. Because what he would do is for someone, see, oh, for any single out lady out there who's tried to get dressed to go out for a fancy evening, <gasps> that zipper up the back is the worst, okay? Right, so he's made it so to get some leverage on it. So he took a coat hanger and then sort of like stretched it out and then he used that to go over his back because it was easier to get the wire coat hanger into the larger padlock. Yeah. Which he could then use the coat hanger to pull the zipper all the way up the back. Now, that's ingenious. It's the last thing I'd want to see in a basement. (laughs) (laughs) Someone doing that. Vinyl mattress protector in a padlock. Yeah, yeah. in their fish suit. <laughs> so that yeah, that's why the the padlock came from. Um, so and then he pulled the zipper all the way up. Yeah. The police believe Mr. Wilson did this about one hundred meters from his house. Right. Okay. Um, he was headed towards the lake. Then, for whatever unknown reason, although giving his history, it's probably because people showed up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mr. Wilson turned around and hopped in his fish suit approximately 52 metres back towards his house. Because, yeah, he's got, a, he's got a merman tail. He's got a hop. Yeah, he's got a hop. Yeah. Because until he gets in the water. <laughs> yeah. Most likely, um, he hopped because... With the mittens, he was unable to free himself from the costume easily. Yeah. Okay. And he didn't have his wire coat hanger with him. After hopping for 52 metres, Mr. Wilson collapsed and died in the spot where he fell aged 49. They suspect... This, and again, it could have been the reason why he had turned, he had decided to go back to the house, Yeah, was because he felt that he was about to have an epileptic fit. Oh, yeah. So, may have decided, because, you know, it could just happen, you know, what? Started to feel the signs, again, this is theory, that he was about to have a fit. So, it decided, like, had tried to go back to the house to get his medication. Yeah. Oh, man, what a bummer. So he'd had the epileptic fit. Then being unable to free himself from the suit, Mr. Wilson, as determined by the coroner, died of asphyxiation. Oh. Just like a fish out of water. Oh, that's so fucking sad. Newspaper article would label the story... The tragic tale of a man who wanted to be a fish. When the article should have read, the sad tale of a judgmental world that couldn't just help a man to be a fish. Exactly. Now, seriously, if a kid says they want to be a fish, like people are like, oh my God, like how cute, like like, let's make it happen. Why does that joy and enthusiasm have to stop just because you're an adult? I think. Don't go on. No, clearly it doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. I I think the world would just be better if we could all just be who or what we wanted to be, unless it's creepy and (laughs) it affects other people's lives. But you know what I mean? Like, if a man wants to dress up like a fish, you know what? Just let the man be a fish. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you're in the middle of rural Victoria and yeah. you just want to dress up as a fish and not hurt anyone. Paddle about in the lake? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was just so sad that, like, he'd see, and it was probably, you know, I mean, it could have just been that, like, he saw people and was really embarrassed about the fact that he was in a suit yeah. and was going to get the shit punched out of him. No, no one's punching a dude in a fish suit. <laughs> you don't you think? You're really not. Have you not seen Priscilla Queen of the Desert? Yeah, well, that's fiction. <laughs> I I'm don't t- know. I grew up in that town. It's not necessarily <laughs> fiction. Okay. Well, a drag queen is very different to a guy dressed as a fish in the middle of regional Victorian swampland. <laughs> no one wants to touch that. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just think it's really sad and it's a part of me and I'm like, oh, funny, he had a friend. Yeah. He could have had someone to like help him because that was because he just had the eye holes. Yeah. Because he started having the fit and then obviously, you know, you can't regulate your breathing and then he yeah. got caught in the fish suit and so that's, yeah, he couldn't get no, air and, and, and he perished. It's really sad. I know. We started mocking him, but he just turned out to be a harmless dude who wanted to be a fish. I, was, I wasn't mocking him. I, well, like, I was. And I feel man, bad for it now. Yeah, good. <laughs> this man is like a mad, like, cosplayer. Like, level yeah. up. I think we should start, like, the the Fishman Festival at Tolundo. And every year we go there, we have a big festival, we dress up like a fish. Or you know what? People dress up as whatever they would like to dress up. And we just have a festival and we're free and everybody just dress up like a fish or dress up like a... A mermaid or a dinosaur. (laughs) Do what you want Don't dress up as a duck. Though, because there oh, is yeah. duck hunting at Tolunda. Yeah, there are wild gaggles and wankers around that yeah. will shoot you on sight. Yeah. But you know what? And I, I just think for a, you know, a mad cosplayer who dared to dream a dream that not many of us would have the courage to... He was a pioneer. He was. Yeah. Most of us would just flip or flop about on the shore. <laughs> Do I be the fish? The commitment, though. I know. Four years of prototypes. That's amazing. Yeah. Suck it, Iron Man. You're not so special as No, you're not. (laughs) I want to see, like, you know, the professional cosplayers trying to put this thing together and they'll just go, this guy built a fish suit in rural Victoria. From from shit at the tip. (laughs) He had a dildo tree. You've got a whole fucking spotlight store. Let's see you come up with this stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god! So yeah, that's uh, that's Mr. Wilson, the oh. fish man of Australia. Long may they sing the songs about him. Oh, long may he swim free in that eternal river of life. Yeah. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. That's a that's a beautiful ending. It is. The sad thing is, I've googled the images of him, mm. and next to the picture of the fish man is a picture of Harold Holt on Cheviot Beach. Australia's Prime Minister who disappeared in the surf. We, we, <laughs> we don't we don't have a we don't have a lot of luck we in or not. around the water. <laughs> we do not. Oh, oh my god. So anyone out there, you know, if there's something you know what, let us know. If uh, if we start the Tolundo Fishman Festival, let us know. What would you what are you gonna sit at home? What are you gonna sew together in your costume? What would you like to come as? No one sew together human flesh. Oh, you and your limits. <laughs> can I come in? Can I come naked except for my Coke can bandito? If you're bringing tits for freedom, absolutely. <laughs> for freedom. Freedom isn't free. It costs your big juicy titties. I'd be in that. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? 
Exactly. Yeah. That's what those eagle claws are doing. They're not fucking... They're groping. Oh, they're just grabbing they're, titties. They're grabbing titties. Awooga. Put some cork. On, put some corks on those claws. Because <laughs> titties don't need to be penetrated like that. Oh. oh. Well, again, I had this one boyfriend, but... <laughs> We won't go into that. That's a whole other podcast episode. Oh, dear. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. I've got nothing to add to this other than swim free, America. Swim free. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to have a new catchphrase instead of there's no no in necrophilia. Oh. I'm thinking uh, bring your titties for freedom. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Can we, oh my God, can you put in like an eagle, like and maybe a fighter jet? Yeah. 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 Do it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. You got a catchphrase. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when I don't drink. I, I know. You're sober. Oh. It's like I've God. met a new person. Oh, my God. You know what it is? It's been so long. I've completely for- I've completely forgotten. Do do mothmen eat the carpet? I don't know. <laughs> Real mothmen eat the carpet. They do. And I'm going to say, unleash those titties for freedom. <laughs> I will get the eagle noise. Nice. <laughs>